Welcome back to the EFA Podcast. I'm Drew. I'm here with Matthias. Hello. Today we're going to do our 2021 season predictions for the NFL. Uh, preseason is one week away as from the day that we're recording this. Um, so yeah, football is coming back. Finally, took, you know, it was a long three, three four months. It, it's finally coming back. Um, yeah, it's nice to know we're finishing off the last month without football for a while. Yeah. So, yeah, we're pretty much, if you listened to the one last year, we're going to do the same thing. Um, we're, with a little bit of a, a little bit of a twist on it. Um, so, we're going to start with the playoff teams. And we'll give you the records and break down on all those. We'll then circle back around and do the non-playoff teams and talk about those. Then we'll do two surprising teams from each conference, and then we'll do our Super Bowl prediction. So, yeah, I mean, we can just get right on into it. And we'll start with the AFC. And for the seventh seed, for me, I have the Raiders. And this is a shocking one. Because this is a team that, like, I know, like, I, I remember when we did our, like, when we did our recap of the last season's episode, I had the Bengals in the playoffs as, like, the five seed or something, six seed. And I think the Ra- like the Raiders, that's going to be my, oh, I messed up team. But, I mean, I, yeah, I, I have them at 10 and 7. And, you know, maybe, maybe they could shock some people, but, I mean... They pretty much gave up their entire offensive line and then replaced it with Alex Leatherwood in the draft, which at, at 17 was not great, but, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, yeah I, I'm hoping I, that the Raiders do something this year. I just don't think that, like, if it was still 16 games, I think they'd be basically 500, probably. But I see them doing a little better a little worse like nine and eight or eight and nine like that that's kind of the range i have them in um well i'm trying to look for yeah yeah i have them at eight and nine i i just don't think that they like obviously the offensive line is probably if anything going to be worse than last year um and I know they competed for a playoff spot, like, for a decent amount of the year. But I, I just – I don't think, like, Derek Carr is going to have to do a lot. And I I don't really know if, like, maybe a huge year from Henry Ruggs could put them ahead or something. But their defense also ha- hasn't had enough improvement, in my opinion. So I just don't think they're, that they'll be able to squeak into a playoff spot and be that competitive. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, yeah, I, I mean, I did these predictions like two, three weeks ago, like when the schedule came out. So, I mean, not, yeah, I mean, like the defense, you said there wasn't really that much improvement. And again, they lost their offensive, pretty much their entire offensive line. So, 
You know, you, you never yeah. know what's going to happen in the NFL, and the Raiders could be one of those shocking teams that no one expects to see in the playoffs, but there they are, you know? like. Yeah. Yeah, they, I think that they could possibly make it close, but yeah. my, my seven is the Titans, who I have a 10-7. Um, you know, I think that they'll probably be a pretty similar team to last year, except for maybe people will start to figure out, like, how to play them. Yeah, obviously, throwing Julio in there makes it even more difficult, like, because now you have to make doubly sure that the ground and pass game doesn't get going. But I, I like... Obviously, they drafted um, Caleb Farley. You know, rookie corners don't really have an immediate effect a lot of time, but I, I think that they can definitely... Um, I, I think that they'll probably stay around the same level as last year, and I think they went 10-6 last year, right? Uh, roughly around there, yeah. 10-6, yeah, yeah. 5 yeah, so I, I think they'll just be kind of around the same level. I don't know if Julio and, like, their draftees are really enough to bump them up, like, a full game at all. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go too in-depth on the Titans because I do have them later on in the in the playoff picture. Um, but I will say that, like, that Julio Jones – addition is going to be scary especially because now that opens up so much more you can do with AJ Brown and if if it doesn't like really all it's if Julio Jones isn't doing well at least you know he's probably going to be double covered which leaves room for AJ Brown to pretty much rack up the stats so yeah I mean that that offense is just got even scarier than it was last year. But my six is the Patriots. I have them at ten and seven. And I a lot of people didn't like what they did in free agency, but I, I did. I liked I mean Johnny Smith I liked because he was on with the Titans last year. Um liked that addition. Um Hunter Henry was a bit of a eh, like I don't really see. I mean we do we have run two tight end formations in the past with um Aaron Hernandez and Gronk and then you know like we had yeah Aaron Hernandez and Gronk um Gronk we had uh there's there's the the other guy Tim Wright I want to say like literally one year came out of nowhere and was pretty good we had Gronk and Martellus Bennett but so that was like a bit of a and I don't I wasn't too happy about that one but i mean hopefully that works out um you see we got algalore uh kendrick Bourne, and then the defense we got jalen mills and matt judon so i mean i really just think we pretty much improved both the offense and the defense and hopefully cam can i like i'm assuming cam's gonna start week one um Hopefully, like with now that he has some sort of weapons, to, he can hopefully do some damage there. And if not, maybe Mac Jones comes in a few weeks in and lights it up. But I mean, I think ten and seven is fair. Like ten and seven, nine and eight is like a fair prediction for the Patriots. 
Yeah, I agree. I have them right at nine and eight, which for me misses the playoffs. But I I just think that you know I know you and Hayden specifically didn't like their draft because you y'all be Mac Jones haters. But as the person who's just kind of impartial on Mac Jones, I like I like their draft. I like what they did and like positions they picked. I think that. Um, you know, I think that w- especially with free agency, they're definitely going to improve a lot this year. And Cam uh, claims to be healthy for the first time in a while. So, you know, maybe he'll play a lot better too. So I think just with all the factors and, you know, I, I think they're pr- hopefully over the fact, you know, that like Tom Brady is not theirs anymore, if if you know what I mean. So I, I just think that they'll – They'll definitely improve to that, like around that level. Yeah, um, yeah. So five, the fifth spot, the fifth and. Fourth. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't say six. Um, yes, you did. My... You, you started with six, didn't you? No, I started with seven. Seven, seven was Titans for me. Right. Six for me is the Chargers. I have the Chargers at ten and seven. Um, I think that. With Justin Herbert's growth and the new head coaching staff that they brought in, uh, and the fact that you know they're getting back people from injury that they had like throughout last year, I I just think that they're another team who's probably going to make a big jump. Also, the fact that they will hopefully be able to squeak out on the other end of a lot of those close games that they were like notorious for losing last year. So I I just think that overall, I think they could possibly be one of like the most explosive teams in the NFL. But yeah, so that's why I have my six. Yeah, I I have the Chargers at nine and eight. I have them just missing the playoffs. Um, and I'm a like I'm a I was a big fan of them last year. Um, you know Justin Herbert looked really good. Um, he won rookie of the offensive rookie of the year. Um, I just, I, I mean, Herbert's a dark horse MVP candidate for this year. I mean, I don't know. I just don't expect that same, like, you know, he, I think he's still many, still going to be good. I think he's still going to be a good quarterback this year. I just don't think he's going to be as good as he was last year. Um, you know, he broke so many of the rookie records last year and I just don't expect him to do do as much damage this year. I think he's just going to have higher expectations on him this year. I think he'll still be really good, but with the higher expectations, like, you know, it's a lot easier to disappoint when you're not just a rookie QB. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, now I can move on to five. Um, I have Ravens. (laughs) At ten and seven in the last wild card spot, and I think the AFC North is going to be another another battle this year. Um, obviously, last year the Steelers won it, and um, that was, you know, what they went twelve. They finished twelve and four, right? They lost like four of the last five games. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and that was just like that was you saw how fraudulent that they were because they went it. They were like. 11 and 0, 12 and 0, something like that. And then they lost the 
football team. They lost to the Bengals. Um, and then they lost to the they lost to the Browns and the Bills. Um, yeah, it was just I I think that's gonna be gonna be another battle. Like Steelers, I don't think they're gonna be as good this year. I think the Ravens, um, you know they finally gave Lamar somewhat of a receiving core with um it was Bateman right they took Bateman yeah and uh added Sam Sammy Watkins in free agency um yeah so now that the the Ravens have somewhat of a passing attack now I think it's going to be a lot similar to the Titans like it's not it's going to be a lot harder to actually defend like defend what their what their like their style of play because you have the running th- threat on the ground with Lamar and now you have those receiving threats in Bateman and Watkins and Marquise Brown so I mean the defense is still really good um, Marlon Humphrey is still hopefully I mean this year he's hopefully going to be just as good with those um, peanut punches that he has so I I expect I expect the Ravens to do so I I expect Lamar and if in the playoffs I hope I hope he can do something and get kind of that monkey off his back of not being able to win a playoff game or not even although we did that last year but not being able to advance like like make a deeper deep run in the playoffs. Yeah. So I agree that the AFC North is going to be like a battle, but I really just think it's going to be between the Browns and the Ravens. But I have the Browns at five, at at twelve and five. But just because, you know, even though their off season was just like it, it was so good, it was so perfect, uh, just with drafting and free free agency, I still think that the Ravens might have the edge on them mostly like because of their culture but i i think that the browns will still like a, a lot of people have them doing really well and i think that they will be able to meet those expectations this year but i they met them last year but before that they you know they might have disappointed a little bit, but I think you could see maybe even a little bit more growth from Baker Mayfield and OBJ is back. I just think they'll be firmly cemented in a playoff spot when it comes playoff time. Yeah, I agree. And I'm just going to move right on to four because my four is the Browns at 11 and six. I think they're, just, I think they're going to kind of stick around that how they were last year, like that 11 and six, uh, like, like 10, 11, 12 win range in that area. Um, you said like their off season was insane. Definitely the best one from this year. Um, you know, the draft was really good. They got Jeremiah Usukormo in the second round. Like I, I expected him to be like a top 15 pick and they got him in the second round. So that was, that was probably my biggest steal the entire draft. And like you mentioned it, you got, Odell coming back, um, you know, Miles Garrett's looking, you know, is he's as good as ever. Um, they got Jadavian Clowney on the other side, so that defense is really good. And then it, it was John Johnson they got too, right, from L.A.? Yeah. Yeah, 
So, like, that defense is looking scary. And, obviously, you got uh, Nick Chubb running the ball. And, hopefully, we see that um, step up from Baker this year. And he can prove to be an elite quarterback in last season once it's just a fluke. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I do expect the Browns. I think the Browns can win the division. I do I do agree that the Ravens, you know, that's the winning culture over there. Like, they've been doing it for a lot longer like the Browns ever like they got Baker what three years ago and they've like they've been winning for like not even two years at this point like you know they've got the own 16 season a few years back and now they're finally starting to get this winning culture that most of these other playoff teams already have so yeah yeah yeah. Well, I'll move to my four now. I have the Colts at ten and seven. Um I I think that Carson Wentz probably not gonna go fully back to his twenty seventeen form, but I think that the Colts are good enough that even if you get like you know, pretty good Carson Wentz, not like MVP Carson Wentz, but if you get pretty good Carson Wentz out of him, I think that they can make it to the playoffs. I don't know about a playoff run, but I think that this is like a good range for them. I I went back and forth between them and the Titans just because obviously the Titans are going to be dangerous, but I, and I might have overrated the Colts a little bit, but I just think that, you know, their O-line is still going to be good, even though um, Costanza retired, right? Yeah, yeah. Even though Costanza retired, their O line's still going to be good. Jonathan Taylor is was looking like he was breaking out during the postseason. Um, obviously, their defense is going to be great with DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard and everyone else they have. Um, and I just think that their overall talent will be able to get them like pretty far. But then you add in the wild card that Carson Wentz is right now, and I really like. I really just don't know how good they're going to be. But assuming he can be at least decent, this is about where I put them. Yeah, I I do. I have the Colts missing the playoffs actually. Um, just barely. They're just on like that outside, like in the hunt area. Uh, I just don't think Carson Wentz. Like I think Carson Wentz. I don't think. I think he's going to be back. I think he's going to be like Car- – I think it will be Carson Wentz. I don't think he's going to be throwing interceptions all over the pace- place. But I also don't think he's going to be like a step up from what Phillip Rivers was. And the AFC – like the AFC, like we talked about it last year, like it is just – it is so good. Like there are so many teams that are going to be like all over like – the like – like, the Chiefs, Bills, Titans, like, all those teams are all, like, I, I get, like, they'll be, like, the three-headed monster, I guess you'd call it. And I just don't think Carson Wentz is going to be able to overcome them, though, like, those teams like that. And, I mean, like, yeah. Like, their schedule isn't great either. Like, they have, looking at it right now, they have the Seahawks, Rams, Titans, Dolphins Ravens in the first five weeks and those could all be losses so you know I mean I'm rooting for Carson Wentz 
But, I mean, I don't think he's going to be a huge step up from what Phillip Rivers was last year. Um, I think he'll be a decent step up. Phillip Rivers wasn't great last year. He wasn't bad. But, he, like, you could tell he was just kind of slowing down. Yeah. All right. Um, so, three. My three is the Titans. I have them at 12 and 5, and we kind of already talked about them a little bit already. But, I mean, you know, Julio, they had Julio Jones in uh, via trade. Um and that's just going to be like, that's going to, that, now, now you'd think the Titans as a, like a rushing threat. Now they have the receiving threat in Julio and A.J. Brown already. So just adding those two together, that's going to be, that is not going to be a good sign for those defenses that has have to face this team. Um, you know, A.J. Brown, like, hopefully, like, playing with an idol, right, like, you saw all the recruiting videos he did with um for Julio. Like, hopefully that encourages him and he gets even better than he was last year. And he can, like, he can kind of, uh, I guess, set himself into that top seven, top five receiver in the NFL. And like I mentioned earlier, like, if Julio is most likely going to be double covered, one of them is going to be double covered. So, I mean, either way, you're going to have someone making big plays for that for that offense. It, whether it's A.J. Brown, Julio, Derrick Henry, or I guess Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill making great throws. So, yeah. Yeah, Tannehill can run decently too. Yeah. But I, I, I agree. And actually, just while yeah. we're – while we're here, I'm I'm gonna swap the Colts and Titans. I'll I'll put the Titans at four and the Colts at seven. I I think that you know, like they're just gonna I don't think I was really thinking about how explosive they're going to be on offense. Like they're going to be very tough to deal with. And I mean their defense I'm Bud Dupree, I like that signing. I know a lot of people thought it was a really big overpay, I think. I think I saw that, but I still think that it's enough to make their edge better than it was. So I think that, yeah, I I think they probably fit more in my four better. So, but for my three, I have the Ravens at 13 and four. Um, Yeah. I mean, like you said earlier, Bateman, they have Bateman and uh, Watkins. I, I think that this is kind of Lamar Jackson's year. Like, as long as Bateman turns into the receiver we think he can be, um, I'm not sure there are a lot of excuses, really, for if he can't get, like, a pretty good passing year going. Obvi- like, I, I guess the fact that Bateman is a rookie receiver, though, Think about it after that came out of my mouth. That, like, I guess you could always just say that Bateman is a rookie, so, like, you'll have next year when he's better or whatever. But I I still think that he you should see a jump in his 
throwing numbers, and maybe he could put together a season more like uh, 2019. But I, I think that, you know, their team is so well put together. I I just think that they're going to be contenders for a while, and I, I don't see why this year they would do badly. So, Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I already kind of talked about the Ravens, and I think if Rashad Bateman, like you said, can be the receiver we think he's going to be, then this team should be a Super Bowl contender. Um, and Lamar Jackson, like, he, he like – you get all, like, the running back, like, oh, he should be running back. Like, he's just as scary throwing the ball as he is running it. I mean, like, if he, I, I, I still think, like, if if you get him, like, a, an all-pro an all pro receiver, like, I think Lamar Jackson can be one of the best quarterbacks in the game. But, I mean, he still doesn't ha- have one of those. I mean, Sammy Watkins is another speed demon. So you got Sammy Watkins and Marquise Brown, and now you got Rashad Bateman. So hopefully one of those can turn into an all-pro this season. Maybe you get one in free agency next season. Maybe you get one in the draft. But, I mean, that's still, Bateman and Watkins, those are two huge steps up from what the what the receiving core was last year. So, yeah. Yeah, and then obviously they have Mark Andrews too. Yep. Uh, you wanted to start with two? All right, sure, yeah. Um, I have the Bills at two. You know, I think it's pretty clear who the top two teams are for both of us probably. But, uh, yeah, I have them going 13-4. and four. Really the only way I could see them disappoint this season is if Josh Allen ends up randomly being a one-year wonder, which is not going to – I'm I'm very sure that is not going to happen. Yeah, that's, that's going to Yeah, he's just he, – he has the skill set. Uh, I think Stephon Diggs really just kind of like unlocked it for him, you know. And I I think that that duo, obviously, and, you know, they got Gregory Rousseau in the draft and just Ed Oliver could play better on defense this year. Like, he, he might improve, too. He's still pretty young. I think that, you know, they, uh, they're just going to keep improving. And I think that, you know, Josh Allen and – their coaching staff and just Stefan Diggs and basically everything they have going for them. I think that they're going to be right up there with the chiefs for the first seed. Yeah. And just because you said like, we probably have the exact same top two, like, yeah, we it's going to be the bills and the chiefs. I have the bills at 12 and five chiefs at 13 and four. And I think it's going to be very similar to lot. Like, I think these two teams are going to be the two we see battling. I think this is going to be the new, like, Patriots, Patriots, Chiefs, Patriots, Broncos type rival rivalry we'll have here with um, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think they're gonna battle it, battle out in the playoffs as well. And I mean, hopefully, like I would love to see the Bills and Josh Allen win the Super Bowl. As much as I hate to say that, being a Patriots fan, but I mean, they were just so fun to watch last year. And like you said, like that defense, like. 
Tredavious White, Ed Oliver, like that. That I feel like they can only get better. And Stephon Diggs really, like I, I agree. I think he kind of brought everything together, and that entire organization is just that that they're just it's just a good environment, I guess. Like based off of those videos we see, like it just looks like a great place to play football if you're if you're an athlete and yeah and then the chiefs obviously you got mahomes kelsey hill like they beat they buffed that offensive line pretty big this offseason and i just i yeah i don't think it's going to be any question who the top two teams are again barring any like josh allen injury or like Patrick Mahomes injury, I think these two teams are going to be the top two in the league in the in the in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, we said this last year, but you know, the Chiefs, I think as long as Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are together, they're probably going to be the top of their division, like or at least very yeah. close to the top. Yeah. And you know, I'm still still a little shocked they lost the Super Bowl to be honest. Uh, obviously it wasn't really Mahomes' fault because, like, well, any anyone who watched it can tell that he was just running around the entire time. Yeah, but offensive line that's gonna. Yeah, that like that hurt. Yeah. So I I just think that you know now that they really they went out of their way to get some pieces, some better, younger pieces on the offensive line. I I think that, you know, like, I, I don't really think they have all that many flaws. And right now is kind of the perfect time for them to, you know, make all those adjustments to the team and really push for titles before you have Mahomes' gigantic contract kick in for a while. So I, I, I just think that this is like, this is – Obviously, they should be trying to win every year, but this is one of the years that they should really be pushing for a Super Bowl. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. All right, so that's the AFC done. We'll come back. We'll come back around. We'll move to the the non playoff teams. We'll start with the NFC what playoff teams. If you want to start with seven. All right, my seven is the Saints. I'm going nine and eight. You know, I was really debating what to do with them. Like their QB situations, a little funky, but I, they did pretty good with Taysom Hill starting last year. So I, I think that, I think that, you know, whether it be Taysom Hill or maybe Jameis Winston, who we haven't really, we haven't really seen play in a tiny bit. So you never know, like maybe, maybe he has improved or something, but I just think that, the, the Saints are definitely going to regress a bit. That I, that's clear since Drew Brees retired. And I, I just think that, you know, I, I don't know what to expect from Michael Thomas. I think Alvin Kamara will be steady as ever. And then I think their defense will also keep steady. But I, they have, like, a couple pieces. I'm just not really sure what, like... A couple players, I'm just, I don't really know how they're going to play. It could go good or bad. And that's why I just have them, you know, right above 500. Because I do think that 
as long as the QB play is at least solid, they can still be a good team. Yeah. I, I'm Again, I'm not going to go in on the Saints right now because I do have them later, but um, I have the Seahawks at 7. I have them going 10-7, and seven, and again, I think the, the uh, NFC West is going to be another insane... Like, it's going to be the div- division to watch this year. Like, if you... If you're looking to get into football, like watch any NFC West game, and it's it it should, you know, you'll be there. Um, but yeah, the Seahawks. I mean, the Seahawks real. They got Dwayne Eskridge in the draft, so you got another uh, target for um, Russell Wilson. Uh, you know, like other than that, like I can't really think of like what happened in the. In the um in the off season, I, you know, you had those rumors that Russell Wilson wanted out because he was unhappy. Obviously, that um didn't end up being what it was. Luckily for Seahawks fans, Matthias. Um, yeah, uh, Jamal Adams. Like, there's still Jamal Adams is probably going to get an extension. Still hasn't gone through yet, but. You know, I think the Seahawks, they're going to be kind just on that brim of playoff, like, elimination. They're maybe get in and within, like, in week 16, week 17. Uh, or, I guess, week 18 now, because that's a thing. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I'll just go into six, because six, for six, I have the Seahawks, too. I have them at 11 and six. You know, I like enjoy these last couple years. Maybe not last couple years, but I think the Seahawks are probably about to suck for a very long time. To be honest, um, I like with how we're doing. I think as soon as Russell Wilson like either starts to go, he starts to you know, even age just a little bit, or if he decides he wants out, I think we could be, like, bottom of the NFC, like, very, very bad. Our defense is just not – we have, like, I we have like star power, but we're one of the least well-rounded teams in the NFL. That makes sense. Like, we had three picks this year, so obviously you, you can't do much for depth with that. And although I do like Dwayne Eskridge, I don't really know why we like it. I guess, I guess the wide receiver depth could be used, but I don't really know why it was a top priority for them with the three picks they had. And all I have to say, I guess, is Jamal Adams better resign because that'd be the dumbest waste of all time for two years of him for two first round picks. But, I mean, yeah, overall, I think they'll still be good this year. Probably pretty similar to last year where they're like, you know, they have a, with DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Russell Wilson, they have like an explosive offense. But they, like, once it comes postseason time, I don't think they're really going to be ha- be able to hang with a lot of other postseason teams. So, yeah, like I said, I just kind of want to enjoy the years that we have coming up because I think we'll be decent for a little while and then 
like plunge into a dark hole. Yeah. Yeah, no, that I, that may I I understand that. Uh, six I, uh, we already talked about them. We have the Saints at 10 and 7. Um, I think kind of like again like right over 500. I mean, they're definitely going to regress with the loss of Drew Brees. Um, Michael Thomas, you said, like you mentioned, we don't know what's going to happen with him. Um, so, I mean, last year, like, again, you already mentioned it. Um, Taysom Hill, like, he, he went 2-1, and one, I believe, with the as a starting quarterback while Breeze was out. And, you know, Jameis Winston, uh, I would assume, would be the starter. I mean, I feel like it would just be a waste of re-signing him if he wasn't going to be, considering you can use Taysom Hill anywhere on the field. Um, so I don't, I don't expect them to completely regress and just com- like, just completely shut down and be one of the worst teams in the league. But I do expect a, a pretty good regression, and I think I don't think they're gonna be. I don't think they'll get out of the first round of the playoffs. I think they'll be stuck with um, stuck in the wild card round for at least a year or two. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. My five is the 49ers, who I have at eleven and six, same record as the Seahawks. But I just think that as long as they are all like healthy this year, everyone's back. I think they you know, should be able to run it back and have, like, a, a decent season again. Or, well, like, a, a very good season again. I think that, you know, no matter what your opinion is on Jimmy Garoppolo, they can still win with him. And I I know that they came out in the last couple of days saying that he's definitely their QB1, at least now. And that's probably good for Trey Lance so he can sit and learn and improve. But... I, yeah, I just, they're another team that's very well-rounded, and I think that they're, you know, Nick Bosa's back, and I think that overall their team is just going to improve from last year, and again, like you said, I don't think I mentioned this while I was talking about the Seahawks, but the NFC West is going to be crazy. Like, you, like, it's not out of the realm of possibility that all four teams could make the playoffs. So, yeah, I I have the 49ers at five as well. I mean, uh, I'm at twelve and five, and I just think I think Jimmy Garoppolo, like you said, they can still win with them. They proved it two years ago when they went to the Super Bowl. Um, I think he'll I think he'll start for the entirety of the season. Um, uh. Like, we've already mentioned twice already, like, the NFC West is so good. Like, you, you really don't know who's going to win it at this point. Like, it could be any of the four teams. And that's probably the only division where we have no clear-cut winner uh, of the division. with th- And it could be, like, all four of the teams winning it. Like, that's it's it's just crazy. Um but you know they were they had the injury bug last season, which sucked because they could have been one of the best teams in the league. And you know now they're getting all those injury guys that were injured back. Like you'll have George Kittle. You said Bosa's back. Um, 
like all those guys that they lost to injury last year and pretty much screwed ruined their entire season like they'll be back and hopefully hopefully they don't get hit with the, the injury bug this year cuz that was that was pretty brutal what they went through last year yeah even as a Seahawks fan it was kind of tough to watch cuz they basically just all fell apart on like one week yeah one or two weeks where everyone was injured but my four is the football team who I have going nine and eight. Um, I think that their defense is – it's probably my favorite defense in the NFL. I, I think that it's probably going to be the best. Um, their front seven is just so good, and their secondary is also, like, pretty good when you look at it. Uh, I think that, you know – I, I think that their offense is probably going to be a little shaky. Like, this was kind of what they were last year, but their offense is probably not going to look like a great playoff offense. But I think their defense is just that good. I think that even a subpar offense, like like they have, like I think it'll be better than last year. Obviously, like, not not by a ton, but it'll definitely be better. And their defense is probably also just going to get even better. And I just think that they're my definitely my favorite team out of the NFC East. Yeah, that's so. That was the thing I had is I think their defense, like their defense, definitely carried them to that playoff, the playoff spot they had last year. And I think it would have to be the defense again this year. And again, like their defense is one, it's probably the best in the NFL, but now that Dak is back and healthy, I just can't see anyone else winning the division. And because the NFC East is so bad, I don't think anyone else is going to make the, make the wild card. I've I have the Washington football team at eight and nine and I just I don't like again defense insane and I think that's gonna be the reason why they're winning those games and I just don't think it's gonna be enough to push them over that that border I guess into the playoffs. Um but my four is the Packers and I we did this assuming that the Packers had Aaron Rodgers. Um I have them at eleven and six. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers was the MVP last year. He looked like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, you know, they still unhappy with his situation, and I, I think I think he is going to end up playing with them this year. Uh, they got Randall Cobb back, so they have Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, Marcus Valdez-Scandling, uh, Aaron Jones in the backfield. So the offense is still good. The defense is looking, you know, it's – Looking the same as last year, pretty much. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be a pretty mediocre year, and it, uh, like eleven and six for what they're going through, I think that is pretty good for for this team. So I I think there's definitely a possibility that they don't even make the playoffs with all the uh you know drama going on in the locker room. So yeah, I mean yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, I was just going to say, I have the Packers at 3-2. I mean, well, you said you had them for. They're my three at 11-6. and six. 
And I think that I think hopefully they don't let that really get in the way. Like all the, all the, um, uh, shoot. Uh, they don't let the, they don't let the Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams situation get in the way or distract them. Hopefully they can, you know, just play good team ball. And I, I think that they definitely have the talent to be one of the better teams in the NFL. And I mean, obviously, you know, Aaron Jones, Devonte Adams, um, and then their defense is also still really good. And I, I think that, yeah, I think that talent wise, they could like, they could even get, they could hang with the two teams that I have in front of them. But I, I just think that they're like the Aaron Rodgers situation is impossible to ignore. There's, he's definitely going to have teammates who think like, oh, he doesn't, he doesn't believe in us or he doesn't want to be here. And, you know, he, he's really supposed to be the leader for that team. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with everything you said. Um, my three, my three is Dallas. I have them at 12 and five. And I think that Dak coming back, I mean, they were looking like, they were looking like one of the best teams in the league before his injury. And I think him coming back, I think they're going to, they're going to be one of the more shocking teams this year. And this could be another, uh, you know, comes back to bite me in the ass at the end of the season. But I, I really just think that they're going to be a good team. You know, they got Michael Parsons in the draft. So, I mean, defense was improved. He's great linebacker. Um, but, yeah, I mean, C.D. Lamb, Mari Cooper – like the the wide receiver core is really good over in Dallas, and I think Dak's gonna be able to take advantage of that, and I think they can be one of the best teams in the league this year. Yeah, I I agree that they could be. I don't know if I'm remembering wrong, but I thought that even when Dak was there, I think he was looking like one of the best QBs in the league, but the team still wasn't looking great. I if I remember right, he was throwing for like. 500 yards a game and they're still losing it like that i don't know if that's i might be remembering wrong i remember the one falcons game but yeah then yeah so so they lost i they went no, you're right. You're right. So they went two and three. So I was I was remembering wrong. I, I do remember Dak playing good. That's kind of what I meant, but at the same time, yeah. I didn't. But that yeah. Dak was really really good before his injury, and then the team was still not winning though. Yeah, yeah. And I I I just don't know if you know I the Micah Parsons pick like. I like Micah Parsons. I don't know if it was really the right pick for them because linebacker is really not their biggest need on defense. But I I, I think that I, I just don't see how they've improved all that much from last year. Like at the beginning of the year, obviously, I'm talking about when Dak was there. I, I don't know if they're – if they're going to be all that much different from the team we were seeing in the beginning of the year. Yeah. 
I mean, that's that is fair. I just I think if Dak can, I don't know, maybe that whole leg injury, maybe there's something like Alex Smith last year, like maybe the team like rallies behind this guy and, you know, some some spark happens and all of a sudden they're in the playoffs. So, I mean, again, another one of those like Raiders-esque picks that, uh, you know, could come back later in the year you know yeah but yeah well my two is the bucks um you know obviously they're they brought everyone back basically from last year and i i don't don't really see why they get any worse and you know they could get a little bit better with the growth from the young guys they have but I overall, I think they also have some old guys who could regress a bit, young guys who could grow a bit. They're probably going to be at about the same level. But I think the league is just getting better and better, and a lot of teams improve this offseason. So I, I don't know if the same level is going to be enough to win this year. Yeah, I, I agree. I have the Buccaneers at two as well. So I'm pretty sure we have the same top two for the NFC as well. I have the Buccaneers at 13-4. and four. They re-signed everybody, so I mean, I just don't see them getting any much worse. I don't see them getting any better. I think they'll be right in that eleven and five, like sorry, eleven, like eleven win, eleven, eleven win, twelve win, thirteen, like in that area. And I think they'll be able. Yeah. To maybe I don't think they'll make it to the Super Bowl, but you know, you can never. You, I I said it. How many times did I say it last year? Like, you can't doubt Tom Brady. He could, you know, the amount of times yeah. that we we said, oh, he's, like, after they lost, like, they, they there was a point they lost, like, four four or five games in a row, right? And I don't know like, if it was in a row. Whatever it was. There's, there's times yeah, yeah. where we were, like, you know, like after the Bears lost in week week four, whatever it was, like we were like, okay, maybe this is not going to be the Cinderella story we thought it was going to be. And then like three months later, four months later, that they are winning the Super Bowl. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you did say don't doubt Tom Brady like every week last year. Yep. Uh, <laughs> But I agree. I I don't think I don't think they'll regress. Don't think they'll really grow all that much. But yeah, I I don't I don't think they'll be able to repeat. But my number one is the Rams, and you know I I think we're really about to see what Matthew Stafford can do. I think he's been underrated for a while because the Lions have really sucked. He's always put up stat, stats, especially when he had Megatron on his team. But I I think that. You know, he came onto a team where, you know, like Jared Goff was not playing fantastic last year, but they got to the playoffs. And, like, their defense is just so good, so solid. Obviously, they have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. So, like, with some of the most star power you can have on a defense. And I, I just think that they're I, – they're, I think they're going to be even better than last year, obviously because of Matthew Stafford, but, and I, I think that if he can really deliver on what he's there for and everyone else can just like 
stay at a similar level to what they were last year, they can be one of the best teams in the league, in my opinion. So I, yeah, I, I think that if I had to put my bet on anyone to come out of the NFC West as like the front runner, like the ringleader, that that's probably who I'd put my bet on. Yeah, I agree. I have the Rams. I have the Rams as the best team in the NFL. I have them at fourteen and three. Um, and I, the Matthew Stafford, like that was huge. That was a huge trade. Um, I think that that's gonna get them so like, pretty like, a lot better than they were last year. Not a lot better. They they'll be better than they were last year. Um, but, you know. You, you mentioned the defense. Like, the defense is one of the best, like, and best in terms of star power, one of the best in the league. Um, and I think, you know, there's going to be games that the offense is going to carry the defense. I think there'll be games where the defense carries the offense, and I think it's just going to be an all-around. Like, they'll, they're going to – they'll be the – they'll be last year's Chiefs, I think, this year. I think there's going to be no beating – like it's gonna be pretty tough to beat the Rams. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right. So unless you have anything to add, I think we can move on to the non-playoff teams for the AFC, and we'll make this. We'll just go over these quick. We have so for my for my eight through sixteen in the uh, AFC, I got the Colts at nine and eight, Chargers at nine and eight, Steelers at nine and eight, Dolphins at nine and eight. Broncos at eight and nine, Bengals at five and twelve, Jaguars at four and thirteen, Texans at three and fourteen, and Jets at three and fourteen. And really, like if I had to highlight those a few teams, I would say like the Texans three and fourteen, they're not gonna have Deshaun Watson, I don't think. And even if they did, I don't see them doing much better than that because you know they'll similar to Aaron Rodgers, um, they're gonna have all that drama brewing in the locker room, and you know the Texans. All around team is not as good as Green Bay's is at all, so, so, that that hurts as well. Um, Bengals we mentioned already. Like I don't think they're quite ready to be in that fight for, um, for the AFC North. Um, Broncos and Dolphins, both teams that I thought were gonna be like playoff caliber this year, maybe like. Broncos, you know, they don't have, they don't have, a, they don't really have a QB, you know, Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke aren't like, you know, top tier QBs that you want to have running your team on um, the Dolphins, you know, I, I, I don't know. I really just thought that Ryan Fitzpatrick was like kind of that, I guess the energy for that team. And now that he's gone, I don't know how they're going to do. And then, yeah, I mean, we already talked about the Chargers, Steelers, and Colts, so. Yeah, I have the Patriots at 9-8, and eight, the Dolphins at 9-8, and eight, the Steelers at 8-9, and nine, the um, Bengals at 6-11. and 11. I do not know why. My eyes just skipped over both of these teams. But the Raiders at 8-9, and nine, the Broncos at 7-10. and 10. Jaguars at five and twelve, and Texans at two and fifteen. Um, you know, just for quick highlights, I guess. Oh, I I didn't see the Jets at four and thirteen, but um, you know, I I think that 
the Broncos are really just a QB away. That's all they need. Um, the Bengals are just growing. The Jaguars, I think, could do a lot better than I rated them. I, I just think that, you know, it's Trevor Lawrence's first year, so you, I don't want to, like, I don't want to make too bold of a take, but uh, their offense is pretty well put together. They definitely still need some pieces, but uh, I still think it's, you know, it, it's still going to be decent. Um, the Dolphins, like, at 9-8, and eight, they're probably similar to last year. They'll be, like, vying for the playoffs for a while, but just miss them. I think Tua will be better this year. Um, the Patriots... Another team that was very close to the playoffs. We, we already talked about them, though. The Jets, I think, I, I don't think they're going to be that good. Obviously, they have a rookie QB, who I don't even, well, he's not my favorite, really, in the first place. The Steelers are going to regress, and, uh, yeah, I we already talked about the Raiders, too, so. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, pretty like pretty similar like the dolphins like dolphins we kind of both had the patriots in that lower end like 10 like 9 10 wins um nfc you got i have the cardinals at 9 and 8 washington football team at 8 and 9 falcons at 7 and 10 vikings at 6 and 11 panthers at 6 and 11 eagles at 5 and 12 bears at 5 and 12 lions at 5 and 12 and the giants at 2 and 15 and again, quick highlights like, um, you know, Bears and Lions. Lions aren't don't like they they haven't been able to win with like I know I don't think Jared Goff's gonna help them one bit, and that defense like it's good, but they just haven't been able to put it together with the game plans they that they have. The Bears obviously I got Justin Fields rookie QB. I don't think you know maybe I think you could stretch them into the eight win like, 7-8 win mark, but I, I just don't think that, you know, I think it's going to be Andy Dalton to start with, and then they're just kind of going to throw in Justin Fields, similar to what the Dolphins did with Tua last year, and I just don't think it's going to work for them. Um, Eagles at 5-12, and 12, I just don't think that's going to, I, I you know, all the hype around Jalen Hurts, I, I just don't think, similar to Justin Herbert, like, I feel like he's going to have so much expectation, and I don't think... He's going to be able to pull through. Um, Panthers, they got Sam Darnold. I, I just don't think that he is much of an imp- – like, obviously I think he's a better quarterback than Bridgewater was, but I don't think he's going to be able to bring the Panthers to to the playoffs. Like, you know, like, I don't think yeah. he's going to be that QB that's like, oh, we got a QB now. Like, obviously it's a start, but I just don't think that's going to work. Falcons lost Julio, and then we already kind of talked about the Washington football team, and then the Cardinals are, you know, like, they're going to be right on that edge. Another a- a- NFC West, like, you know, you never know what's going to happen with that with those four teams. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I have the Cardinals and the Vikings at 9-8, and eight, the Bears at 8-9. and nine. The Falcons and Panthers at seven and ten. The Lions at six, the Lions and Giants at six and eleven, and the Eagles at five and twelve. And I forgot to say the Cowboys at eight and nine. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think that the Lions, you know, I really like their draft. Uh, I think they're they're heading in the right direction, but they're not they're not there yet. Obviously, um, I think that the Falcons and the Falcons are probably just going to be around the same area as last year. Like, I mean, uh, Julio was injured for a lot of it. So I don't know if the loss is going to affect them. If I remember right, I think he was injured for at least a portion of it. I don't remember if it was a lot, but he, um, I don't know if his effect from this year, I mean, from last year to this year is going to be huge. Panthers, I think, will be a bit better. Overall, just because I, I think that Sam Darnold, like with a team that actually has given him some pieces, like that could be pretty good. We already talked about the Cowboys, the Eagles. I I don't really know what to expect from them. I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to really like surprise anyone. I think he's just kind of going to be eh. If if I had to guess, the Giants is six and eleven. You know, they have a very solid defense. And I think I said this, like, around the draft or something. But if I were the Giants, this would be uh, – I would be giving Daniel Jones his last chance right now. Because I, I I just think that really, like, I don't think he has showed any sign of really being their guy. You know, um, I, I, I just don't think that – I don't think they should give him too long. Because they have a decent core building there. Then the Cardinals, like you said, I think they're going to be right on the edge. But, y- you know, with, like, the young great QB that Kyler is, who really knows what will happen? Like, they could be better, definitely. Um, the Bears, uh, I just feel like their team is solid. I, I think, you know, they're just going to – they're going to be solid. I don't think they're going to be great or anything. Yeah. The Vikings – um, I I also had just missing out on the playoffs, and yeah, I don't have too much to say on them because they didn't lose too much. But Daniel Hunter is back. I think he was injured for like all of last year, and he's like a really big piece on their defense. And I, yeah, I I think they'll be a solid team that just misses out on the playoffs, but keeps it competitive in their games. Yeah, uh, if I had to like say add anything, I would say Giants. Like the Daniel Jones take, I did like. Um, like I have him at two and fifteen, so that puts him at the number one pick for next year. So, I mean, you know, it it really depends on how Sam Howell and um, Spencer Rattler play this season. But I mean, you you know, you could take one of those guys with the number one pick. I mean, I don't think, I I think Daniel Jones. He hasn't been great. I mean, he's you've been able to win games with him, but if he's not able to push you over, like a, like I would say over five hundred, I would say, it's not it's not gonna work, and it's and it's time it's at that point it's time to move on because now you're wasting, like you're wasting, Kenny Galladay, you're wasting, um, Sterling Shepard, like. Saquon Barkley, like all those guys' careers are just going to be down the toilet because you don't have a quarterback that can win games. So, yeah, yeah. All right. 
so now, I mean, if like we can pick two two teams from each conference, like what two teams from each conference do you think are gonna surprise, like be the most shocking team this year? All right, um, I'll I'll just do first one from the AFC. I have the Jaguars, and I think I hinted a little bit at this earlier, but, like, if Trevor Lawrence just puts it all together immediately, like, I think a lot of people are expecting him to. Maybe that that's definitely an unfair expectation for a rookie, even if it is Trevor Lawrence. But, like, they have a very solid offense there. Like, they could compete with some very good teams with the offense. Obviously, their defense is just – in my opinion, besides like Josh Allen, they're they're just really not there yet. Like that is nowhere near like a competitive team's defense, but their offense is very solid. And like I'm at five and twelve, I could see them hovering around five hundred if like Trevor Lawrence comes just as good as he was advertised, and you know everyone plays their part perfectly. Probably a little lower than 500, even in that situation. But I, I think that they could definitely be a lot better than I was rating them. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, I just don't think that the Jaguars, I, I just don't expect them to do what everyone thinks they're going to do. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to be the like an instant, um, I guess, superstar like I think he's gonna be good I think he'll be a great quarterback similar to Justin Herbert you know I think he'll be able to come in win some games but overall they're just gonna they're gonna lose they're gonna lose most of them most of them probably will be close I just don't yeah don't think they're gonna be able to really put any playoff push together next year um, yeah, I I definitely think that Justin Herbert and like Justin Jefferson and stuff have really spoiled us from like what to expect from rookies. Yeah, like you can't just expect them to be like instant all pros like when they get into the league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, if I had like my two like Dolphins and Broncos were my the two I have circled. Um. I think they can both do better than we expect. You know, like you said, the Broncos are a QB away. You know, maybe Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, like one of those guys, whoever the starter is, like maybe they turn out to be, maybe maybe they have a, a really good season this year. And if that's the case, then, you know, you could put the Broncos in, in the 10-win range, 11-win range, you know. Um, Dolphins, same thing. If Tua shines, same thing. 10-11 win range, and it's really just down to what happens with those the quarterback situation. Obviously, the Dolphins are looking, they're probably going to lose Xavier Howard, who's one of the best corners in the league, so that hurts a lot, but you know, the linebacker core is good and keep it, if they are able to keep Xavier Howard, that's, your you know, your secondary is good as well, so it's really yeah. going to come down to the QB situation for both those teams. Yeah, it. I really don't see either Nicholas QB surprising you, but like if they do, I do agree. Like it could be a very good, very scary team. 
And the Dolphins, I like, I guess we're really going to see just how much Savian Howard, um, like, just how much he really provided to that team. Yeah. But my other surprise from the AFC was the Patriots. Um, so this one was kind of funky for me because I really think that around the 500 is probably like what I've been seeing lately, but I think they could really surprise in either direction. Like they could be a lot worse or a lot better. Yeah. A lot on QB play and also just, you know, like how everything that happened this off season, like all the crazy signings, how everything sticks together. Like, I feel like they're just, in general, kind of like a hard team to pin down how good they're really going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, moving on to the NFC, like, if I, like, they're, I would say Cardinals and football team, I guess. Like, the car, like, you could really pick any of the NFC West teams. Again, like, mentioned it so many times already, but... Any of those teams, they could they could surprise in pretty much either direction. You know, the Rams, fourteen and three, they could be a lot worse than we'd expect. I, I'm going the Cardinals because I don't have them in the playoffs, and I think you know might sh- surprise people to see them get into the playoffs, maybe win even win the division. So I'd say Cardinals there, and then the football team, like I mentioned, like. Their defense definitely won the majority of the games they won last year, and if they they can have good, like offensive play, then that that win that win percentage is gonna skyrocket pretty much, and I think you know you could see them getting in there maybe like eleven twelve wins this season if that if that happens. Yeah. So. So my two are the Cardinals and the Vikings. I have the Cardinals on there, but not for the same reason. When I asked you if you meant like surprises in a bad way too, I meant this team. I like I think that they could definitely like last year I they were very good. I think they even led the NFC West for a tiny bit. But they really, really just fell apart. And Obviously, they did some things to improve, but I just kind of have like a funky feeling about them. I don't really know if they, like, they definitely improved. I don't know if they improved in all the right ways, though, and I really don't know if they can hang with the other teams of the NFC West. Like, I think that a lot of people agree they're pretty clearly the worst. Like, I guess you could make a case for the Seahawks since they're so Russell Wilson dependent. But I, yeah, I, I just, I don't have a great feeling about them. And then the Vikings, I think they could surprise people with how good they are because, you know, they had a decent amount of close games last year. And I really, really think that Daniil Hunter coming back is going to have a big effect on them. Obviously, they have second year, like, they, they have two or three, two, uh, second year corners that that was by far their biggest weakness but I, like they could come to play they could they could be a lot better than they were last year and I, I if that happens and their defense is back to like that Mike Zimmer defense we're used to like 
dominant and just smart. I, I think that obviously Justin Jefferson in his second year and Kirk Cousins played pretty well last year. I think that that could be like a, a very surprisingly good team that makes it very close, maybe even into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, again, like I said, the Cardinals, like any of the NSUS teams, you can see in either direction. So, I mean, that's that's fair. And then the Vikings, like, I mean, that defense is another, like we're talking about defenses. I think the Vikings have another great defense. And, again, it's can they be, you know, can they can they be like the Mike Zimmer defense that it was, what was it, 2017 with the Minneapolis Miracle? Like, that was that was probably the best defense, Vikings defense I've seen in the past six, seven years. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I mean, if you, do you have anything else to add? I'm all good. All right. So now we move on to the last thing in this hour and a half episode of the EFA podcast. Um, the Super Bowl prediction. Uh, this is, you, you know, last year I think we both had the same, we had the same prediction for pretty much, I, I want to say it was like every week, every time we did it, except for maybe one or, once or twice. Yeah, I think both of us in the beginning of the year had uh, Ravens Saints. Yep, yep. So, is that trend going to change for this year? Um, you do you want to say your AFC team first? Uh, my just AFC. Just AFC. Yep. All right. Um, I think that the Bills are going to make a run at it this year. I think they're going to. I think they'll be able to make it past the Chiefs and just, like, you know, uh, finally satisfy their crazy fans. Okay. So, we're off to a good start. It's already changed. I have I have the Chiefs. Um, I just think that, you know, the offensive line was a huge part of the Super Bowl loss, and now that they've regained all of that, I just I just don't think there's going to be any stopping KC again this year. And I, I think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. And, yeah, I think there's going to be some – there's going to be a f- form of um, vengeance out there for the Chiefs. And Yeah. Yeah. I think I kind of didn't choose the Chiefs because they, like – like I was saying earlier with, like, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid being together – like, I feel like for a little while they're going to be, uh, well, I might as well pick the Chiefs for the Super Bowl again, you know, because they're just, they have, I think I, I'd pretty safely call him the best QB in the league and one of the best head coaches. Yep. So, like, you know, it's just kind of the, oh, who are we going to pick this time? Let's pick the Chiefs. Not to bag on your choice, but, yeah. like... No, yeah, but it's like, I, you know, I I guess I'd compare it to, like, March Madness, right? Like, you never want to pick the best team because that takes the entire – that takes all the fun out of it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, no, that I 
totally understand that. Well, I'll do my NFC team then. All right. Uh, as of now, I have the Rams. I, I think that just their combination of defense, which we saw last year, even though they had a couple losses like uh, John Johnson and I, I can't really think of any more, but I think they'll still be very makers towards Achilles. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was talking about the defense for now, but oh, okay. I, right. I think that their defense is going to probably be one of the more dominant ones in the NFL again. And then once you add in the fact that, like, Jared Goff is nowhere near as explosive as Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, like, he could completely change how this offense works. It could just be, like, it, it could look just so different and so much better. And I think that since they're just so well-rounded, I feel like for now they feel like the safest pick for me to make. Yeah, I I have the Rams as well. Um, yeah, I mean, you kind of hit on everything. I mean, you know, the defense, again, like, suit, like, you're talking, if we're talking about, like, superstar caliber defense, like, first one you'd think of is the Rams. And I think they're, I think they'll get to the Super Bowl, and, you know, they'll be playing the Chiefs, and, you know, it's gonna be it, the Super Bowl this year. Is it's gonna be another? It's in LA, so it's gonna be another home team, home team advantage. And we like that's never happened. And now all of a sudden we're getting it two years in a row. If the prediction that we have right now is stands, and I think the Chiefs are gonna win it. I think the Chiefs are going to. You know, again, I mentioned the offensive line. They've bolstered that pretty mightily, and. I think, you know, the Rams may be overwhelmed with all the, like, the like you know, home stadium with the fans. You know, Matthew Stafford's never been in that situation before. And I think it's going to come down to experience. And I think Patrick Mahomes being there, having been there twice and just being the overall better quarterback, I would say that the Chiefs are going to win this game. Yeah. Well, for me, between the Rams and the Bills, I'm going to have to go with the Rams. You know, I think that Matthew Stafford, like, if he has a Super Bowl, it's just kind of interesting to think about because he really has always had the stat because he's always been one of the best, like, stat outputters in the league. But I think that they're just so well-rounded, so well-built, so well-coached. I don't know if the Bills – who that would be two teams who haven't really been in a Super Bowl situation in a very long time. And I, I just think that in that situation, when it's not really down to experience, it's like you've got to just really try and focus on the skill and well-roundedness and like coaching and stuff. And okay. I just realized how dumb I am. The, Rams were in the Super Bowl like two or three years ago, but their team is very different now. So, but Sean McVay has that experience. So, like, 
I, I I do think that that does help them a little bit and makes me even more sure of my pick. I think that the Rams, the Rams would probably beat the Bills in the Super Bowl if they're both healthy. Yeah, and it being in LA, I would I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. All right. So I think if if you're all set, I think we're all set. I'm all set. All right. So. That was our 2021 NFL season predictions. Um, next week, we will have the award predictions for, like, MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, all that. Um, and then, you know, you know, the NFL season will be right around the corner at that point. So, yeah, well, thank you for listening. And, yeah, we'll see you next week. See you next week.